Podcast. I got my guy Q in here. I'm your host Kyle Cogliatori, and we have the pleasure of having Minnesota legend, McDonald's All-American, newly Marquette basketball player Dawson Garcia with us today. How's it going, Dawson? Good. Thanks for having me on. We appreciate you coming on, man. You know, some some things that I, I wanted to clarify right away. We were talking about Nice, and uh, he was telling me about your nicknames: the Dawson Two Shifty, King DG Three, and the franchise. What's, what's up? With I don't know. What, what's up with the two shifty deal? I want to. I want to understand that. Yeah. So basically, when I was in like I would say third or fourth grade, I would play. Uh, I would go to all the Burnsville like basketball camps because I was thinking about going there when I was like really really young because I had lived over there, and so a bunch of us like it started with like. I want to say Daniel, then Tyree. There's a bunch of, like, guys that just changed their username to Two Shifty. And, like, I didn't, I just, like, went with it when I was younger. But now, like, we all just kind of, like, now that it's kind of, like, stuck with us, we just kind of kept it. That's based on the story. Okay. Yep. And, um, I mean, what are you doing with this pandemic going on right now? It's kind of messed up everything for you. Yeah. Um, I'm just really trying to find ways to just get better, get ready for next year. Because I know, like, during these times, these are going to be like big times for in, in, in like for like separation among players because like some people can sit around and some people can really go to work, find ways because there's always ways you can get better. And I've seen you. I mean, we've, we've developed a relationship. Um, we're going on three years now. I've known you since you were a sophomore. Yeah. Running into you at the gym. I mean, I remember seeing you and Robert and Sam and um, me and my loud mouth just talking shit. I was like. <laughs> what are you doing here and you hit me back with one of my favorite quotes ever google me <laughs> <laughs> and ever since we've been boys since that's, that's one of my favorite moments and um i remember we started i, I think i took down your number because we were talking about i don't know what we were, something stupid right but um the, the crazy thing is, is is going back and forth and you telling me coach k was hitting you up in the schools that you were talking to and showing me tech because i didn't even believe you i'm like yeah okay me and Coach K are like this. You want me to talk to him for you? You're like, bro, I'm already talking to him. <laughs> That's what I I was like, damn. Um, with all of that going on, what has it been like, th- this early microscope that's been on you? I mean, you can't even go into Target without people recognizing you. Everybody watching everybody. Well, yeah. How tough is that? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm grateful to be in this position. I mean, it. Sometimes, I mean, you're held to a higher standard, so you can't necessarily do things like that um, other people could get away with. But um, it's really just continuing to uh, mature and uh, make the best choices possible. And then it's pretty easy because, you know, I got good people around me giving me good advice, um, keeping keeping me in line. So it's been good so far. Has it been tough? Um with the pandemic in general, you know, kind of taking away from you being a normal kid, missing out on your prom and things like that? Uh, honestly, I was, it, it sucks like missing out on that, but it's probably more tough for like the girls. Cause they kind of look more, look forward to that the most I would say. Yeah, I believe that for sure. 
And um, the word on the street, like I said, I, I spoke with your sister. I spoke with Sam. Yeah. And she was telling me from day one, you've been you've been playing with the ball. She said your first word was ball. You can't even go yeah. into the store as a little kid without dribbling the ball throughout the whole store. So the That's passion's true. been there since day one. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, my my family tells me the first time they knew I was, like, a competitor was we were playing, like, duck, duck, goose, duck, duck, gray duck, however you want to say it. And, like, I got I got tagged. And when I was running around the circle, they said they said they should have uh, you should have seen my face like no one like no no nothing was stopping me from tagging that person. That's kind of <laughs> like the that's the first story they like told me where they knew like I was gonna be a big time competitor. Oh, you for sure are for sure are. Another thing that your family was telling me is you do voice impressions. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do a pretty good job at that. <laughs> you could give us any of them. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> okay, okay, we can skip that. The uh, the other thing too, Sam was talking about is crazy competitive in two K. A lot of trash talking. Is that another passion of yours? Yeah, I mean, I like to play two K. Uh, put a little Monopoly money on it sometimes. The fake Monopoly money, you know. But uh. I'm just I'm just a trash talker in general. Like I've been that way since I was young. Even when I couldn't necessarily back it up, like eighth grader on playing with the varsity guys, like I'd be in the gym. Like you can ask any of them. Like I'd be the best. Play- I would single out like the best player, guard him, like start talking to him, and like he would just like put me up against the wall, like push me around. But I think that's really like even I even though I wasn't probably like ready for that, that's what like propelled me to like where I'm at today. I believe that. I believe that for sure. Um, you know, another thing, last summer was a big summer for you. It was actually pretty, I don't know if life-changing. I think you were projected to go this direction no matter what. But um, you really broke out between AAU and, and the Olympics getting a gold medal. Um, should we talk about AAU first with D1 with Al Harris and all that? Yeah. Um, I mean, first cl- it's a first-class organization. Uh, they, it's kind of like, it's kind of like more like a family atmosphere do in Minnesota. I, I've been playing with those guys ever since I was in like 14 U. And then Al, I mean, I've had coaches like Nick Carroll, super cool dude. Um, and then Al Harris took us over the last two years. And that's my guy, you know, he got us playing like the hardest basketball that I've ever played with a team. You know, everyone was locked in, um, treating defense like, even more important than the offensive end. Like, we were more dialed in on the defensive end. I think that's what really helped us out. Has it been um, – I mean, for you, is it crazier with the AAU versus the high school stuff? Everybody's saying that AAU is really where it's at. Not that you don't care about the high school stuff, but your team, it's just a better team effort, right? You know what I mean? The talent's better. Yeah, I mean, they both have their pros and cons. Like, high school, like, it's fun because, like, the, the big fans and the student sections and all that. Then AAU because you can like travel cool places and uh, play in front of like college coaches and all that. Can you tell us about some of that Olympic stuff? Yeah, so Mongolia. Like I've never been out the country, so it was like crazy first experience going to Mongolia. Um, the food was all. Let's just say all I ate was rice and apples. Man, <laughs> the food was terrible, and. <laughs> 
I, the first day, so we like went to the, uh, Olympic training center for a couple of days just to like get prepared. And this is after we all like made the team like a couple months earlier, we, uh, all went there to go get prepared. And then we took off to Mongolia and like the, the first team we like scrimmaged just to like, we like, uh, organized a scrimmage with them and we were playing and like, it's a totally, like, it's their game. Like it's the international game. Like they were playing physical, like, they were like hacking us like we thought they were hacking us but like in three on three overseas like it's not it's not false so when we first like we we just like adapted to it and we were kind of like hacking a little bit too and it was a super physical game um that's what made it really special honestly is because like in like five on five you see like uh usa winning like the gold medal like 100 to like 60 but here we had we went into a double overtime game with russia and um, in the semis where I hit that game winner, and I don't know if you saw me after, but <laughs> yeah, I, I was feeling a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, and then we played uh, played Turkey in the championship. And once I saw like the double zeros on the clock, I mean it was it was a surreal feeling, knowing that we won gold. Um, and some of our families were there, so that was cool. And then we just kind of like kicked it at the hotel the rest of the night kind of just like relax <laughs> did you fall in love out there or what nah <laughs> i'm gonna get you in trouble <laughs> you, you went undefeated throughout the whole thing and you actually had a team high between all the teams 20 teams 52 points in one game highest total by any individual that's got to be yeah. nuts you were the the mvp of the whole tournament yeah i mean it was exciting for sure to win gold and mvp on top of it so it's a good night that was cool. I remember bragging about you at the gym after that, telling everybody, like, oh, yo, you hear what Dawson did? Yeah, it was lit. Was it weird coming back to high school after that? It was, like, summer camps. Because that, like, that was, like, the beginning of June. I actually missed, like, the last, like, month of high school because of that. Oh, really? So, like, I, I, I got all my stuff done, like, early, early, and some teachers were, like, nice about it and kind of like gave me like an easy load uh just to kind of finish off the school year so yeah I finished school like a month early that uh, my junior year and then when I got back it was like summer camps and um and then like right after I got back three days later I had the NBA top 100 camp so I didn't really get much rest time you think that helped you though at the same time just staying tip-top shape for all that constantly going no yeah. breaks yeah it did, but, yeah, it was nice to get a little rest after that top 100 camp. Then I actually ended up getting, like, mono after that. It's crazy. So I so I couldn't play in uh, – I couldn't play in the two live periods for the summer for D1 Minnesota in July. So, so that was from that person you met out overseas in Mongolia? Or? <laughs> no, I think it was just sharing a straw. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about your senior year i mean you averaged 31.9 points 41.2 percent from three you were 11 rebounds 2.8 assists you averaged a steal and a block a game it's just crazy at a big school too this isn't a little school this isn't you know a single a school or anything like that yeah tell me about that 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 fire that gets you going well 
I know uh, people have said it before, but, like, I try to, like, dial my mind in, like, knowing that someone's coming to watch me for the first time and someone is watching me in the stands for the last time, and I just want to, like, put on a show. And uh, sometimes, I mean, like, people would be lying because everyone's human. Sometimes you even show up to a game and you're just, like, not, like, your mind's not there and you just, like, don't feel like playing. But the more you can, like, dial, trick your mind into, like, preparing you for a game, like, say it's like I don't know like a Tuesday and you're playing Farmington in like an empty gym like the more that you can get your mind right for that like the better you'll be off and that's like the senior year uh John Miller my coach did a great job of like having me bring that every day even in practice so like in practice like it didn't matter like what drill we were doing like I still didn't want to lose at anything you, you said you still didn't want to lose there at anything? Sorry, the, the internet kind of cut out on you. No, you're good. Yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Tev? Oh, I was just going to say, because you kind of talked about, you know, having to kind of motivate yourself to play in front of empty gyms. And now with the coronavirus, obviously, it's most likely going to affect, you know, how sports are played. Is that something that you can kind of take that past experience and kind of help you excel playing in front of potentially empty gyms and at the collegiate level? yeah for sure uh I mean I don't really like to think about it because you know I'm trying to play in front of the fans but if if there isn't fans yeah that that past experience would definitely help because I mean at the end of the day we're all playing the game because we love it and it doesn't really it shouldn't really affect it if there's fans there or not so yeah what were some the the schemes that you saw because I I heard that you you averaged thirty plus in high school I know you saw multiple defensive schemes trying to slow you down stop you maybe like boxing one double teams trapping you in you know particular areas what were some of the different schemes that you saw Yeah I saw I mean I saw everything like you mentioned boxing one uh, but the pack line was probably the most like common like say I'd have the ball on like the right wing and they would literally just kind of like do a pack line defense and line everyone up. So I didn't really have any driving lanes. So we would just get that ball swinging quick. And then on like a quick reversal, like we would have time, we would have like the ability to break someone down quick. Yeah. Pretty so, much that Virginia defense. Yeah. <laughs> what was the best moment in high school for you? Best moment. Definitely. Every time we beat Shock P, because those, ga- those games were, like, sold out to the max. And then, you know, I was ta- – like, I'll give you the story before. Uh, we played Shock P the first time this year. Uh, I had a 6-0 and record versus them. Like, I thought I was invincible to them. So, I, I threw a, a picture on Instagram, and I said, um, no, I run your town even when I am from there. Shock P at 7 tomorrow. I put that on my Instagram before the game <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like the fans, like they weren't having it. Like they were commenting like, Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And like everyone, everyone was saying stuff. And then we get, to, we get to the, we get to the game <laughs> and then scrubbing us by like 15 or 20. Damn. It was just like, it was like, it was just, they were not missing from three. Like, it was just a bad game. And as soon as I got my phone after the game, my comment section is just blowing up. Like, Dawson too shitty. Like, you, you brought the whole circus. You're a clown, bro. Like, you suck. Like, my, 
my comment section was just blowing up and I was like, all right, <laughs> all right. So the next time, the next time we played him, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't go on my phone the whole day. I was just, I was locked in. We ended up uh, playing him at our place. It was, it was packed again. I think I put like 37 on him, probably like 37, 12 and like three assists. And we ended up beating him by like, we ended up beating him by one point. Hey. Yeah, and then, and then as soon as the uh, as soon as the buzzer hit zero, I don't know if you saw it in one of my mixtapes, but I, I I went over to the Shockbeat student section and stood in front of it with both my hands up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, what was it like that honor of getting that McDonald's All American? And are you sad about not being obviously sad about not playing in the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was a big time honor. You know, I was in my, I was in my theater class in school and my mom just texted me the list. And when I looked at it, like, I was just like, I was shocked. Cause it's something that like, I grew up watching ever since I was a young kid, like seeing like those guys and what they've done with it and what they've done in the future. Mm-hmm. And knowing that it's only 24 players selected each year, it was just like, it was a big time blessing, and then I was I was I was really looking forward to playing in it, but I mean everything really got canceled, like the NCAA tournament. So you got to feel for like every there's a, there's there's bigger issues than just like basketball. So we understood, um, but yeah, that we still I think we're still getting the gear. They're shipping it sometime, so that'll be cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. I, I mean, it'd be sweet if they could actually figure out a way to get that still lined up somehow, make it happen again. That'd be really cool. Yeah. That would be. Um, <clears throat> I want to transition to your recruiting process. I mean, you're a five-star recruit. You talked about 24 people being brought on to the McDonald's All-American. You're actually 22nd prospect in the country, second-best prospect in the state. Um, what, what, what was going on? How young are you when people are starting to recruit you? Um, you know, is your high school coach a big part of it, or is it AAU? Kind of give us a rundown of all of that. So I got my first offer from, it was from Texas. It was like during, uh, it was my sophomore year when I was in school. And uh, Shaka just called me when I was in class. And uh, it was it was like, I was, that was when I was like, are you for real? Like, are you serious? You're offering me a scholarship? Like, because <laughs> like that was the first like time I like knew that like, those schools were like really out to get me. Um, and then it, it, it's been good. Like some people have trouble balancing it. Um, I know like some kids will like set certain like days that colleges can contact them, but I never really had to do that just cause like I had like people like, um, I mean, Al Harris, Nick Carroll, my dad, like taking care of a lot, a lot of like the phone calls. And then like, if I really liked the school, I would build, I would personally build that relationship with them. And then once I got it down to like a good number, I could, I could just kind of like take it over from there and weigh out my options. Can you, was it, or go ahead. Oh, uh, speaking of like being recruited by Texas, is it hard? Was it hard to kind of not go with them? Because I mean, you look at like Kevin Durant was a tall, skinny, kind of lanky guy with a, like a handle and a, be an outside shooter. And that's kind of the prototype that you can kind of model your game after a little bit. Was it tough not to go there and say, I want to be developed in the same way as he was? Uh, 
Yeah, because, I mean, they're all, they were all great schools recruiting me, and they all had, like, their little – they all had, like, a pitch, like, where they've had, like, guys like me. But yeah. um, guys like Kevin Durant, you know, it's like, a, it's like a totally different situation. Not to say, like, Shaka, like, can't do that. I mean, because he's got, like, great yeah. ground coming in and stuff. But it's like – I mean, like, Kevin had, like, different coaches, and, like, he was playing there at a different time. So it all switches, like, year by year. Uh, are you good, Tev? Yeah. All right. So, um, I mean, you're, you're coming in. It's pretty crucial. Big shoes to fill at Marquette. Um, I mean, they lost Marcus Howard, who's their all-time leading scorer, Sakar Annam, Ed Merle Jr., Jace Johnson. But you guys got the seventh-ranked recruiting class in the country right now. You, Justin Lewis, and Oso. I don't even know how to say his last name. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I couldn't do it either. <laughs> But I mean, he, he. I mean, Justin's a pretty known for rebounding. Uh, also, he's he's a good ball handler and slasher. And you, dude, you kind of do it all. You're inside and outside score, huge stretch. I've always told you, I I think you play like Lamar Odom. Um, mm-hmm. What 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 is that like? Those shoes. I mean, what what even brought you in there? The the thought of playing right away. What's going on? Uh, just how they would use me. Um, my usage rate. And then as well as um, my relationship with uh, Coach Stan and Coach Wojo, those were like the two main – I mean, Coach Stan actually left for Loyola Marymount like a couple weeks ago. He's got a head coaching job. But my relationship, the um, the big reason why I like still stayed with him is just because like my relationship with like the whole – they would bring like their whole staff every time they recruited me. Like we'd like go to Chipotle or whatever, um, sit down, and they would just like bring their whole entire staff and like no other like to Chipotle? No, like we we would just like go to Chipotle by my uh in shock or whatever when they would okay. fly down. I was here. gonna say, I know they got a budget they can afford a little more than Chipotle <laughs> for your boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I was on my official, then that's when they took me to like nice places because they can like pay for stuff on my official. Right. But if they're just coming down to visit me, um they would always just like tell me how big of a uh, priority I was um for them. And, um, I mean, they just, like, they stuck with their word, honestly, and they never they never really uh, went against it. They would come up, like, once every couple weeks, like, whole staff. So I got to meet, like, Coach Killings, Coach JP. I had a really good uh, relationship with uh, the strength coach. So that was another big thing because you spend a lot of time, more, more time than people think with the strength coach. So... That was, those are some big reasons. I know you tapped into it a little bit um, as to why you're going there. But again, like, why Marquette over Big, big Ten schools? What's the appeal? You know what I mean? Is, is it the location? Is it the, the facilities? It, it, and like you said, is it the coaching staff, the strength coaches? Was, was they, they're just above and beyond everybody else you're looking at? Because I know your, your top seven was Marquette, Gophers, Memphis, Indiana, North Carolina, Kansas, and Arizona. And I know you were talking with Duke and Kentucky for a minute there, and they didn't mm-hmm. offer. But I think it's because they knew you weren't going to commit anyways. So yeah, I mean, go ahead. No, just I, I want to know where your thought process is. You know, walk us through this because I mean, you're like a one percenter, dude. Nobody goes through what you're going through. Uh, what? Wait, what were you asking again? <laughs> for like the why? I mean, why like, head over the Big Ten schools. What's the appeal? I mean, it was just like the like really how like the um, 
how the coaches prioritize me because every every place has a nice facility every place has um separates it like how they how the, how are they going to use you and like that's really like what why i chose marquette so it's really just about usage that was the biggest thing usage of my relationship uh the guys on the team like how i bonded with them all that yeah okay so I had a question from uh, one of my buddies aj he said with your versatile skill set do you see yourself being able to play multiple positions at marquette to cause mismatch problems for opponents how do you feel about that <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, if I got, like, a super big, like, slower guy on me, I'm going to take him outside. And then um, schools will probably um, try to put a little smaller guy on me um, just to, like, kind of, like, kind of, like, stay in front and get under my skin. And that's where I can, like, take him down, take him down low. You know, me getting stronger as well, too, that'll help. You know, I keep... If you had to guard you, how would you stop yourself? You don't gotta answer that. That's a, you don't gotta answer that's a, that. That's a bad yeah, question. You gotta that. That's a that's a bad question. Like, wait, what do you think I'm gonna what, say? What do you mean that's a bad? Like, if you had to self scout yourself, what, like, what are you saying that you gonna like? What what do you have to work on for the next level? Like, uh, like, what are you focusing on going into the next level? Like, um, to screw up your weaknesses. Yep, I'm just uh, I'm focused on just like getting more like consistent from deep range. Um, just really repping everything out, like working on everything like there's nothing that um doesn't need any improvement so you know my ball handling shooting um yeah working on like down low moves footwork um all that just trying to find like new moves every day really you know the uh the the, the other one that keeps getting asked everybody i mean we're in minnesota right now everybody wants to know why not the gophers how was your relationship with patino if that's something you want to indulge us with that'd be awesome yeah, my relationship with Patino was like great. Um, Coach Linstead too, like those are my guys. Like, um, I know like people like might think like I was just kind of like throwing them in my top seven or whatever just to kind of like please the home state. But um, I took my official like I I took an official there. Like that's how you know like I was really interested. Um, I mean they were just kind of their pitch was just kind of like why not stay home? Um, you could like it's like some like you could build your brand beyond basketball here and all that and like it was super intriguing to hear like all those different things um and they were like they were high up there on my list for sure but i mean you're really choosing like good school versus good school like you're not it's not like all right this is good school bad school like you're just weighing out like which school has the most pros and like marquette like at the end of the day just had more pros than the gophers okay who was second choice? That's tough to say because, you know, uh, the Gophers, Indiana, Memphis, I would say, I would say probably the uh, uh, Gophers or Indiana. I know you liked Indiana a lot. We talked about that for a while, actually. You said they were real good to you. So that makes sense. Yep. Um, you guys got something, too, before I get to the next question? Uh, yeah, when you're picking schools, a lot of guys, you know, especially like in the NBA, there's a lot of people that will team up or even, uh, you know, coming out of high school with your friends. Did you ever talk to any of the other top recruits and about the possibility of kind of teaming up and going to the same program? 
Yeah, uh, I never really got into, like, a serious conversation about it, but we would mess around all the time, be like, yo, let's team up at this school, that school. But it was never, like, a point where I, we were, like, talking, like, actually, like, serious about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then, too, so obviously it's hard to say that somebody that's a McDonald's All-American, nationally ranked, one of the top hoopers, flies under the radar. But to, like, the casual Minnesota Hoops fan, everybody talks about Jalen Suggs. Did you ever feel like you were kind of playing in his shadow or that did that add any type of chip on your shoulder, kind of seeing him get a majority of the attention, at least in the public eye? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a great player, but it obviously uh, adds a little chip on my shoulder for the future. Um, so I guess these upcoming years, um, I'm, I'm going to show everyone uh, what I'm really about. You got that mama mentality. I know I, we we talk about stuff like that all the time. Fuel for the fire. Um, yep. Another question that's getting asked is, what are some of the promises that are made to top recruits like yourself? Start right away. Are they giving you financial aid? A another one that got in quotations <laughs> here is the Shack treatment. Make all your money in college. What's going on? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean. There's not, there's not too much that goes on, I would say. No. <laughs> uh, You're real quiet. Uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody promised your mom a house if you come. No. Nah. <laughs> nah, none of that. What, what's the actual school visits like? What are they doing with you on, on your recruiting visit? What, what, walk us through that process, because I know you had a cool experience where they're throwing you in jerseys and all mm. kinds of things like that. Can you can you tell us what it was like for one of them, or maybe just Marquette's? Yeah. So you really just – they're all really, like, set up the same. Uh, you go there, um, take you to your hotel, you chill for, like, a couple hours. Um, they bring you back maybe to a practice. Um, and you just kind of, like, hang out with the coaches, uh, go to uh, – go go grab some food with the assistant, maybe the head coach if he's not busy, and then, then you'll meet up with everyone later. Um, it's the first day, so you're coming a little later. You meet up with everyone later. You go out to dinner. They bring, like, the players. Um, nice restaurant. You eat with them. And then afterwards, um, I think my parents usually, like, go out um, with the with the coaches. And then um, I'm just – I just go out with the players. Um, just kind of, like, hang out with them for, like, that night. And then in the morning, uh, we usually – like eat breakfast is like the whole team. Couple actually, a couple players just come, and then the this is like the big day where like you have the meetings in the um, coach's office where they like lay down the um, footprint of like how they're. I guess I mean like in, in previous conversations, like you're you're kind of already knowing how they're gonna use you because I mean you're already on your official visit, so they're just like showing you on like. Um, the TV, like some mixtapes of yours and then like players in the past kind of like stacked up with each other. Mm -hmm. They'll give you like, give you like a hour talk, just kind of like give their pitch. And then you'll end up um, just kind of like going to the gym, practice football games, all that, just hanging around, just getting a feel for all the guys as good as you can while you're there. Like Minnesota, I knew most, of, I already knew like most of them. So it was cool. Um, I ended up going, like, on one of the nights, I got tickets with Jarvis to uh, a Post Malone concert there. So we so we went to that. Yeah, and then, like, we, like, put on the jerseys. Um, 
play some ping pong in the locker room, like just kind of like have fun with the coaches and the players. That's awesome. Where'd they yeah. take you out to eat? They could do some steak or what? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, it was, it was a really nice restaurant in Minneapolis. Um, I'm trying to think of the name. Yeah, I don't know. Like Manny's or something like that? Manny's or Murray's probably, huh? Right. Something like that. Have you ever been to uh, Fogo de Chao? Oh, God, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> that place is. <laughs> you let me know when you want to go when this is over. We'll take you over there. If that's what you think's the best. We'll yeah, I'm keeping, I'm keeping my card green the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> you can get so the gout, man. You can have the meat bit. sweats. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's see here. What else? What's what's another one? Um, you know, I wanted to talk to you too about Nick Carroll. He's actually coming on the show on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So super excited to have him on, and he was instrumental in helping you out to this position as well. You know, he he's huge in that world, that prep world. Yeah, um, Nick. When I was fifteen. Now, when I was like 14, 15, came to, I still remember, I was playing, I was a freshman in high school and I was playing Burnsville at Burnsville and he came to that game. I think I had like maybe like five points. Like I didn't, I didn't really play like a, I mean, I was a freshman, but I didn't really like play like a good game. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he's been, he was like recruiting me, like college coaches were recruiting me like for his AAU team. And he like, we went to like Caribou with my family um, that's when I was kind of like deciding between like Howard Pulley versus Steel Minnesota. Um, and so we went there and he was just like explaining to us like how the team he's going to put together, like all these guys, like that ended up being my teammates for three years. But, um, he was, ex- he was just like explaining to like how, how good we could be and like the potential he sees in me and like how he sees, like, I have, I have like a high major like ceiling. And it was like, it was cool to hear at a young age. Cause you know, when you're, when you're that young, you're not really like thinking like that yet, but when we all got together and he coached us the first year, um, 15 year year, I had a, I had a really good year, and then like schools like started like contacting me, like high majors, like not offering me, and um, you know I'm just thankful that he like found me and got me on that D1 Minnesota team with all those guys, cause um, I'm just without that team, like I couldn't have like a couple national championships and AU and all that. Like I'm just I'm just grateful that he like uh got me to be a part of that team. He he's somebody I admire, man. He's he's a genius. Um and he built that whole whole program up from the ground, prep network. Like he's a super smart guy. And it's really cool sure. to see and and I mean, like you said, you were fifteen when you started getting contacted he's definitely funneled a lot of people into good situations at the next level. Yeah. It's got to be crazy. Do you pick his brain a lot? Yeah. I know, I know my dad does like my dad will talk to him a lot on the phone. Like they're really cool. But when I do talk to him, like just this, like the things he says, like it all like makes sense. Like he'll be like on a story and then like, he just like he really like he's got his head on straight like he knows what he's talking about like he's a big time business guy like you talk about prep hoops um like that's kind of like taking over in a sense so yeah man he's, de- he's definitely doing really good 
I, I've actually told a lot of people um, that I think it's, you know, it, it's better. That you could just do that and not even play high school basketball anymore and get a scholarship and go to the next level if that's what you want to do. Like, high school basketball, yes, it, it has its benefits, but I don't think that that's the number one cause to get to the next level anymore. Yeah. How, how you, often? Or go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you tell me. I was just going to say, like, I, I mean, like, in my opinion, if we're, if we're weighing out high school or AU, like, nah, I don't, I was going to say I might have to go with high school, but it's like, there's like too many like pros to each because AU, like I mentioned earlier, you know, you're playing in like staying up at the hotel with your guys, you're playing in like different, different states, but like I mentioned, like the student sections and all that. So I don't know if I was like, I mean, yeah. you could, you could like skip out on it if you were like upcoming and get a scholarship, but I don't know if any player would really like want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think anybody's recommending to high school kids to skip your <laughs> high school team and just play AAU. You got your damn mind. Yeah. Well, I'm saying the, the high school experience is awesome, but I'm, the chances of getting these crazy coaches in front of your face, it's a lot easier yeah. than AAU circuit. But yeah. I think I think high school that's going to prepare you more for like the college atmosphere. Like you said, like playing the Shakopee six times and having crazy fan experiences. That's going to set you up for going to Marquette and playing oh, yeah. rivals and playing the NCAA tournament. So it, it all helps you mold you into the player that's going to make you succeed at the next level. Yeah. You want to tell us about that top 100 camp, like who you were playing against, what what kind of stuck out to you. I mean, I was I was playing against like all the top guys. I mean, they were all there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't see sunlight for, like, four days, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was waiting. They, they, they would come in with the whistle. Like, I was sleep. First of all, my bed was, like, I don't even, my feet were hanging off, like, my right, sleeping knees on were hanging off that bed. <laughs> yeah. And so they, kept, like, so my roommate broke the AC, so, like, oh, the AC... So we couldn't turn the AC off. So, like, the room was, like, 40 degrees. <laughs> so I couldn't sleep. And so they would come in at, like, 6 six in the morning, banging on the door, whistle, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then we'd all walk. We'd all walk. It was dark still. We'd all walk over to the gym. And then the basketball part was really fun. And then, like, there was a huge, like, um, which I think is pretty smart. Um, they had, like, a big, like, classroom portion of the camp where they would have, like, NBA guys and, like, we, they would just have, like, NBA guys in the room and then, like, all the coaches would leave and we could just, like, be real with them and ask us, ask them, like, whatever we wanted and they would just be, like, straight up with us. And then we would have, like, we'd have uh, specialists come in, um, talk to us about, like, I mean, like, girls and drugs and just kind of, like, um, just to, like, get our, like, educate us on all that. That's um, smart. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, so it was like it was a, it was a night it was a nicely ran camp, and then at like nine or like nine at night we'd spend the whole day in the gym. And nine at night we'd head back and do the same thing over. So, who were some of the NBA guys that came to talk to you guys at that camp? Uh, my let's see, my coach. Let's see. So we had Aaron Brooks. Um, Aaron Brooks. Justin Anderson, um, Dwayne Wade. Um, my coach was. Who was my coach? 
Uh, Greg, my coach is Greg Monroe. Um, oh, okay. So those were, oh, okay. Yeah. So those were a couple of the guys. How long was that camp? Three or four days, I want to say. Solid. Yeah. When you were uh, going to Marquette, I, I, we just had Trevor and Bachwe on a couple well, a couple weeks ago. He said Dwayne Wade was huge in his recruitment. Did you deal with Dwayne at all or Jimmy Butler or Doc Rivers when they were recruiting you? I did not. No, I didn't. I didn't really have any conversations with them um, throughout my recruitment. Dang, you didn't. You didn't tell them at that top 100 camp, like, "Yo, I'm really considering your school, man. <laughs> What's going no. on?" <laughs> no, he was just there. I think he was just there watching his son, just kind of like stay on the low. Okay. Is there anybody in your recruitment process that reached out to you, whether it was from Marquette or a different school, that was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that this level of a player is reaching out to me." Uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but sometimes, you know, it's nice with social media now, like you can really just like DM anybody. So like yeah. sometimes I'll like pick the brain of like guys that are already in the NBA and they'll hit me back, which is cool. Like they'll give me some like cool advice, um, just to so, kind of like help me to get where they're at. What's, what's some of the, the biggest reasonings too? like the opportunity to have blue bloods calling you to then go the route that you did go. Um, I know in the past we, we've talked about you wanted to make sure that you didn't get lost in the shuffle or anything like that at like a, a Duke or something that you could get scared of, which I understand. Can you talk to us about, about that reasoning? Because, I, I mean, you know me. I love Coach K. Mm -hmm. He called me. I say, you want me to jump off the bridge? When do you want me to do it? How high <laughs> do you want me to jump? I just do it. I wouldn't even think. So can you walk us through yeah. some of that? Yeah, I mean, it's weird because, like, I was once in, like, like, there's little kids just, like, running around, like, why not UNC? Why not Duke? Like, saying all that. But, like, I was once in their shoes. Like, I knew, like, that – I knew that feeling, like, of, like, the bigger the better. Like, why not? Like, why – it doesn't make any sense. But when you, like, get – when you get in, like, the position where you got all the schools and then, like, you're, like, all right, I'm going to just – I'm going to weigh everything out and see, like, what would be the best, like, personal fit for me because, like, now is not the time to be, like, popular, like, when you're, when you're walking across, I remember this is a quote that uh, Marquette told me, now's not the time to be popular. It's like, you're popular when you're walking across the stage, shaking the commissioner's hand. And like that, that was like, that, that quote hit home because I think that was like the best fit for me. Like Duke might be the best fit for like a guy and like, um, this whatever, 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 no, whatever different state, like, a guy that's like Jalen Johnson, like they're Duke's like they're his guy, like so it's a good fit for like guy like that, but just for me, like I feel like Marquette was just like the best fit. Okay. So I say and you reference, you know, walking across the stage, obviously the dream is to get to the NBA. But what are some of your goals for next year as far as personal and and team goals? Like what do you want to accomplish out of your collegiate career? Uh I I just really want to like win big time games and uh compete on both ends of the floor um i know if i do that then like everything else will take care of itself so those are like i just want to i really just want to like win and like get to the tournament and like do some like serious damage in it like hopefully hopefully dj carton can play because that'll be like a big a big help to the team as well are you uh in contact with like zeke and, and dan atturu and, and, and trey jones about 
them already doing it, getting to that next level, about to get drafted? Have you been talking to them about that? No, I, I haven't really been, like, I mean, like, I, talk, I talked to Dan, like, once in a while, like, when I was on my visit and all that. He's really cool, um, super nice. And then Zeke, uh, we, we work out with, like, the um, same people. So um, we, we don't work out, like, the same time, so I never, like, see him around. But um, they, they're just kind of, like, putting me through the same things they put him through just to prepare me for uh, next year. Are you going to be picking their brains or are you just winging it? You gonna ride, ride or die with Marquette and just see how it all goes down, or what? <laughs> nah, like yeah, I'll I'll reach out to people for advice, but um, obviously it's good to like reach out to guys like that because they've they've been through it and done it, and so I will be like you know before I leave, like I'm working out with like Jameson and Tyler Wall and those guys, and you know I'm as, like I'm I'm asking them about like just kind of like the school life, just kind of like getting a feel for it all. Make sure you're taking them books serious, man, when you get out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you always got to have that fallback plan. What uh, have you – do you know what you want to go to school for? Like, what, are you just going to play for, like, a major? I was going to do something with, like, business and mass communications. Um, but I think they just kind of, like, want us to, like, wait till we get there so they can just kind of, like yeah. – unless we, unless we, like, know, like, all right, I'm going to be an engineer. Like, I don't want to be an engineer. <laughs> unless – I think they just kind of, like, want us to, like, weigh everything out, look at everything, play it, just play it by ear. Yeah. And then, obviously, you've had a very successful career. What's been the biggest setback so far that you've had to overcome? Uh, either when I had to miss 10 games my junior year because I broke my foot. Um, that was tough because, like, it took me right, like, I missed the whole end of the season and then, it took me right into the playoffs. So that Shakti game that you went to, um, the sec the section semis, that was like my first real game back. So it was tough because like to just like kind of get thrown into the fire like right after an injury, like in that big in that big on that big of a stage. But I think I did a good job of staying in shape, you know, swimming, doing things like that. And then I would say, honestly, like, the biggest one was when I had mono, like, because I couldn't play in front of, like, there was, like, schools that wanted to, like, watch me then, like, a bunch of schools um, that, like, hadn't offered me, like, were coming to watch me, and I had to miss two live periods, and, like, mono's, like, no joke. Like, I don't know if you've ever had it, but my th I couldn't sleep for 48 hours, like, just because, like, I couldn't, like, my throat was, like, it was, like, in the most pain that I can't even describe it, but, <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember catching – I mean, I saw a few of your games, and I remember one of them, it started off slow. You were, do, you were impacting the game in other ways, but you weren't on the, the, the scoreboard like you normally do. And I remember I was just jaw-jacking with you like I normally do if we were at open gym. And you're like, watch the second half, watch the second half. I think you put up at like 30 right after that. that <laughs> stuff like that is crazy to me. And when I tell those stories, people think I'm crazy, and I'm just like, man, he, he does it. He can turn it on like that. Yeah, that's probably the Chaska. I mean, like when I when I when we played Chaska this year, I mean, like I couldn't. I had a terrible first half. I just was sleepwalking or something. I had like three points. Like we were getting like beat by like ten. In the second half, I put up thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's went crazy. My other favorite thing I like to do too is um, you're just a really good kid, man. 
you're a really nice kid. Appreciate it. You got a good good head on your shoulders. Um, you care too. Uh, some of my favorite things to do is I, I've watched you when you didn't even know I was watching you just to see how you interact with people, um, little kids, people with disabilities. Like you treat them like they're more important than pe your family. You know what I mean? Like you you're glad to take or hug them, take pictures, talk with them for you know, hours when there's other people that are probably more important to you to get to after a game. Um, mm -hmm. I've always admired that. And another thing too, is you always ask me how my wife's doing. You always want to know how my family's doing. Um, those are just really, really cool things for somebody like you that doesn't have to do. And I think that's very rare. And I hope people notice that and take that from you and use it, you know, and implement it in their own life because it's very, very cool to yeah. see. And I wish nothing but success for you, man. And I, I, it's been fun watching you. Appreciate that, man. A lot. Yeah. You guys got anything else before we wrap this up? I got one more. Um, so I got a, a small list of Marquette alumni. And uh, so we got Dwayne Wade, Deontay Burton, Juan Anderson, Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Wesley Matthews, Jamil Wilson, Dwight Bikes, Doc Rivers, Steve Novak, Travis Diener. So when it's all said and done, do you feel that you'll be on that list of notable players that not only made an impact on the program, but also at that next level? I mean, that's the hope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work, I'm gonna work t towards that. Um, yeah, that's the hope. Big East freshman of the year? That's, an hey, that's another goal. Has a, nice, has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Get <laughs> into existence. Dude, nice. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, no, before we go, like, I think I hooped with you once at the open gym with Kyle, and uh, I'll never forget. Like, obviously, everybody sees you walk in the gym, and they're like, okay, this is Dawson, he's gonna be a beast. And, like, okay, big, big dude, he's dunking. I see you on a fast break, and this some short, little white guy comes down, and he thinks he's about <laughs> to jump, and you take off and dunk on him. The whole gym erupts, like, game over. Dude comes back and he's like stretching his hamstrings. <laughs> man, you know, if I would have just timed my jump right, I think I could have got him. I'm like, man, sit your ass down. You're 40 years old, five foot six. You ain't, dunking. You ain't jumping with him. Man. Do you yeah, have people always test you? Oh, yeah. I mean, every, every every time I step in the gym, like, there's going to be someone that's going to, like, obviously try to come at my throat. Uh, I, remember, I remember just playing ahead, like, Jordan, like, I'd, I'd get in some, like, heated battles. Like, I don't know if you even know who they are, but, like, it would get heated. Like, when me and Sam would go there, um, I don't know if you were there every time, but it would definitely get heated sometimes. Yeah, people wanted to hang on you and hack you. and Yeah. Like, does it, does it ever give you pause? Like, hey, man, like, I got I got a future. What are you doing? We're an open <laughs> gym. Like, chill out. <laughs> nah, everything, everything's just kind of on an even playing field when I'm playing, you know? Yeah. Nah, I, I hate playing against you. I'm okay with playing with you, but I hate playing against you. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you. We'd love to have you back. Yes, and dude, again, nothing but the best moving forward. Look forward to watching you kill the Big Easy. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate it, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, be easy. Yep. Yeah.